Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. All right, let's bring him on. One of our all-time favorite guests preparing for the NCAA tournament. And, uh, I mean, I say that now, like he is one of our favorites, but, you know, things don't go well this week. Who knows? My neighbors joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Coach, I don't want to add any pressure to but, I mean, this is probably the last time we ever have you on if you guys don't win this week, so. Well, fair enough. I mean, that's, I, 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 when I signed up for this job, I knew it was coming eventually, so it's been good knowing y'all. <laughs> we have confidence in you. We think you're going to win. We're excited about uh, like your team. I yes. Like you know, Wes, like uh, Wes literally told Devo earlier this year in an interview that he did not think they were going to win an upcoming game. I thought oh, it was very well, rude. I mean, listen, I mean, I, we, we were used to brutal honesty around this place, so that's fair. <laughs> you tough know, but fair, as, as Danny Rojas says on Ted Lasso, tough but fair. I like it. That is true. Uh, I just saw, I watched a good feature they did on him on uh, on 60 Minutes around yeah. the show. On 60, I saw that. 60 Minutes yeah. feels great. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, speaking of, of being honest, I don't know if you saw the thing from uh, Buzz Williams, and he was talking about red pills and blue pills after they beat Arkansas the other day before they lost in the SEC tournament final. And the, the red pill, I think it was, is the truth serum pill, basically where you're going to have to be honest with yourself. You have to demand that of your players. You have to demand that of yourself. Yep. And you need to have that open policy about, let me tell you what I think is the truth, and then you know we can move forward with that. I'm assuming, knowing what I know about you, that that's how you operate as well. It is. It's funny. Uh, Buzz and I are very good friends. We uh, met on a Nike coaches trip uh, about seven or eight years ago and stayed in close contact with each other. So I've I've seen the uh, I've seen that speech delivered in person, and it's pretty powerful. And I, I, I think you know I'm convinced it's the best way to operate. So uh, we'll we'll see. You know, Buzz, like I say, he uh, he he tells the stories better than I do, but uh, I certainly agree with him on that. Coach, you have a talented, experienced upperclassman in Amber Ramirez, but you got a lot of youth on this team that's contributing in a significant way. And I guess on paper, people might argue, well, this is a team that's probably a, a little bit away, but yet we see that they are good enough to win right now. What were your expectations, and what are your expectations now of this team, again, when you're, you know, you got such a youth movement working? Well, you know, a year ago when roster management became a, a thing for coaches uh, that we never dealt with, you know, what are you going to do with these super seniors and people that have years of eligibility left when you've just recruited you know, for us, our best class ever with, with the kids that were coming in. And, you know, we made the conscious decision to go young and play those kids that we recruited with, you know, to give them the opportunity to, to grow. We knew it was going to be hard to replace the leadership and the veteran experience that we lost, but that was what we felt like was the best thing to do for the program in the long run. And when you do that, in our league, on the women's side, uh, it's, it's hard to get back to the NCAA tournament. So for this group, to embrace that uh, rebuild and still find their way into the tournament, uh, I, I'm as proud of as, as a coach as I've ever been of a group uh, to, to be in this thing. And now that we're in it and we've gone through the adversity we've gone through, I think they expect to win. You know, I, I think they expect they're, they're packing for two days down there in Austin, and that's a good sign. Is this a case where maybe they they're not uh, old enough to know what they're getting into? You know, it's just they, they what they don't know is that they don't know, it, and that's a good thing. Yeah, blissfully naive. Yeah, <laughs> I told I told Ramirez and Michaela, I said, hey, pick and choose what we tell these uh, young kids about our experience in Austin because hey, it's going to be way different than it was last year. You know, last year it felt more like a um, 
you know, a, a, a minimum security prison, you know, where we couldn't <laughs> leave our floors, couldn't get on the hotel elevator without an escort, uh, couldn't go outside except for certain times of the day, had to eat the food they put at our door. So I told Amber and, and Michaela, be real selective on what you tell them about this because that blissful naivety uh, could actually flip around and, and be a good thing for us. It's funny that we match up with Utah. Uh, because they did the exact same thing we did. They they went young. They play a bunch of freshmen uh, with a couple of older kids, kind of like we do. So it, it's kind of cool that we met up with them. I'm really good friends with uh, their head coach and their staff, having been in the Pac-12 for a number of years together. Uh, so it's it's kind of cool that they've matched us up together in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, they lost in their tournament final, looks like, to Stanford, a team that's a one seed. So, you know, no shock there. Yep. But they had won a few games along the way to get there. What, how do you feel like your team matches up with them? Great matchup, like I said, not only with the experience and the young kids, and but styles of play. Believe it or not, they shoot more threes than we do. Hmm. Uh, that that we we don't say that very often, but they do. They uh, they're built from the perimeter in. Um, they play fast. Uh, I, I, you know, everybody always says they don't think that the NCAA committee pays attention to putting match, matching up teams like that. But and maybe this is just a coincidence. I don't know, but uh, it's a fun game to prepare for. I hope it ends up being a fun game to watch and. I hope we play well. So if we do, then we'll have a chance to knock off and pull off a little mild upset in the seven ten game. And if you do pull off that upset, you get a uh, po- probably a matchup with uh, Fairfield. Schaefer. Oh, sorry, <laughs> with Fairfield. Yeah, with the Stag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You expect you expect the two seed to win on their home floor. That's happened uh, every year in the history of our tournament. Forty straight years, the two seeds have beaten the fifteen seed. So uh, yeah, you'd expect it to be Coach Schaefer and the Longhorns and. Um, that's what I made sure not to pack any burnt orange. So just in case we <laughs> end up playing those guys on Sunday. Uh, yeah. I, I'm you, surprised you would even I, own it. I was just going to say, we need to have a, a burning party. It sounds like to me, coach. Well, I've got a few ties, you know, there, okay. you know, you gotta have a tie or two for the occasion. Sure. You know, my deal at, my deal at Washington used to be, I would wear the, the colored tie of our opponent. So if we played, you know, Oregon, I wore green. If we played, Oregon State. That's when I use that burn orange a little bit. So, uh, no, I, I I dislike Texas as much as any Arkansas, and that's for sure. But uh, you know, every now and then you got to have something. The kids call it drip these days. You got to have. If I'm going to have drip, I got to have all colors in my at my disposal. So the Fairfield Stags. Do the women's teams have a different name, or are they they're Stags too? I don't know. That's a great question. I don't think I don't think there's a different name because I just looked them up real quick. I didn't even realize that. No offense to Fairfield, I love their end, but I never, didn't know much about the school. So anyway, yeah, I had a friend that used to coach there a long time ago, but I I'm not one of those mascot guys. I, I can't pull off the mascots of all the schools like some people can. But uh, that's an interesting question. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up. There's only one mascot that matters anyway in the big scheme of things for you guys. So that's that's the, that right. Uh, yeah, we're talking to Mike Neighbors on the. Brandon moving in storage hotline. Uh, Coach, you mentioned like you, you three friends already. You got a bunch of buddies all over the country. Who's somebody oh, you really yeah. don't? Is there anybody you don't you don't like that you'd really love to play and, and just smash them? Yeah, sure. I'm not going to name them on the air because okay. they'll use that as bulletin board. But yeah, there's <laughs> there's way more people that don't like me than that I don't like. Probably that's okay. That's okay. My papa would say you're doing it right if you're doing it that way. But yeah, no. You, you if you get in this profession long enough, you, your circle of friends shrinks and your enemies accumulate. So. Yeah, I'm sure there's some matchups that, uh, you know, the, the one of the best things that happened about COVID was the handshake lines. You know, we just kind of wave at each other now. So um, that's that's probably that's probably alleviated some problems on the women's side. We don't we don't do the 
they made it illegal for us to do handshakes. So we just kind of give the wave on the way out the door, and it's uh, probably probably kept us from accumulating any more enemies than we need. Is that just women? Because I think I've I've seen the men shake hands. Yeah, no, it's a it is a rule. We get reminded of it very often. Not that we don't do post game handshake lines. So, uh, I, I think it is just a women's policy. Yeah, I think it was something that was voted on, and um, it started out as a COVID deal, and I think it became just, uh, hey, let's talk before the game. But man, after the game, sometimes there's just not very few good things happen in those lines, hmm. you know. And and two, one, hey, listen, one of the things that we all talked about was. You know the old the old pat on the shoulder and say, "Hey, didn't look like you played tonight. Might want to give me a call tomorrow and get that transfer portal." Oh, so that uh, may be more don't, what hey, it's don't about. Don't think that doesn't happen. Yeah, hey, don't don't be naive and think that doesn't happen. Yeah, that may that may be more of the story than anything else. Uh, yeah. Wh- how about yeah. how about the fam? They make the trip down. As I mean, Bowen looking forward they, to Austin trip here. What are we doing? Oh yeah, he loves it down there. Yeah, he he loves to travel. He loves the girls. If you haven't noticed, every time you see a picture of the girls, you see Bowen and Barrett. Uh, set in front row center. I, I, their feet don't touch the ground, and um, I'm still real close to, to, to Vic, Holly, and, and Blair and Logan. We, you know, we grew up uh, up here in our Arkansas days together. My dog, my oldest daughter Abby, is actually going to make the trip as well. So I'll have three of my four kids uh, down there, and um, I, you know, to me, if you don't enjoy that side of this thing, this game's not worth it. It's too hard. Uh, of a of a job and like y'all said y'all are going to disown me I'm never going to get to be on the radio hmm. again if we lose one game so we're we have to we have to kind of enjoy this as much as we can but yeah they'll go and uh, they love they love tournament time yeah don't kid yourself we can't do without the content so you're never going to be banned from our show that's for sure <laughs> okay good fair enough <laughs> so <laughs> if you're fortunate enough to get out of Austin what happens next Charlie I don't even know I like that I, I honestly haven't even looked hold on. <laughs> Oh, it's Spokane. We'd go to Spokane. Okay. Oh, oh wow. I, I know that area pretty good, too. Okay, so, so everybody moves up there afterwards. Okay. Well, our region does. We go, yeah. we go For this year, we go to four regions. So our, we're in the Spokane region. Right. I think it's Wichita, Bridgeport, and Greensboro right. uh, are the other three. So Yeah. Okay, I was just saying, yeah, the teams that advance, so everybody goes to Spokane, and once you get out of that, that first uh, couple games, okay. So that would be uh, Yeah, then Minneapolis. So go ahead and book your rooms. Check hey, airplane tickets. I don't know if y'all tried to fly anywhere anytime lately, but airplane tickets are like five times what they usually are. So anybody that's looking to to travel, either book early or or find a find a old atlas and and find a way to drive. Coach, I'm gonna you know we ask you for a lot of advice on a lot of things. I'm gonna have to get a new dictionary, I think, because there's a term that they use in the men's tournament. It's called regionals. Arkansas is opening in Buffalo, and if they advance to the first two rounds, they play in San Francisco. And coach, I don't know uh, if you look up regional that you're, that really fits under the heading, but it seems like an arduous task from a travel standpoint, certainly for the fans. To your point, yeah, it is. That that's the one thing I think we're trying to get for it on the women's side. Next year we're going to just two sites, and we're trying to get some kind of permit permanency out of it, kind of like they do with you know conference tournaments, so that people can playing a little bit ahead of time and regionalize things a little bit more. But, yeah, uh, from Buffalo to San Francisco, that's that's about as far as you can go on yeah. the continent, that's for sure. Well, it's funny because I'm looking at the women's regionals, too, and we've been studying the, the bracket a little bit here, and it's like Bridgeport, Spokane, Greensboro, and Wichita. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that worked exactly. out, but okay, <clears throat> you know. Yeah. Yeah, they've got a nice facility, and, uh, you know, it came down. They, I know they did those things out, and they kind of move them around year after year. But, uh, yeah, th- that, those are kind of more 
Uh, which one doesn't belong with the other one? Wasn't that on Captain Kangaroo when yeah. we were growing up? They'd, they'd yeah. put four things up. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of in that. That would probably made a, a good Captain Kangaroo episode. I think you felt pretty confident y'all were going to get in, but y'all were, you know, towards the end of the show before you were announced. Were you were you starting to get nervous? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, uh, you know, yes, confident and yes, firmly confident. I I had several side bets with friends of mine on things, so. Uh, but I, I, you know, that kept going, especially after how fast the men's came, you know, I literally walked in the door and the band started playing. I thought they were playing for me. I was like, Oh, that was really nice. <laughs> and they were playing because the men's bracket had already been announced. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I started thinking, well, wait, maybe I've got this thing figured wrong. But then when you started to really unpack it and look at who the other, like, because we had, we have eight teams from the SEC in the, in the tournament. Uh, and there's a rule that you can't play a conference team until the Sweet 16. So once those other brackets kind of got announced, I was like, well, we can't be in that bracket because they've already announced them. So we knew it was going to end up being the last bracket, but I would be lying if I didn't tell you there wasn't a minute or two that I didn't think, well, maybe maybe we've had this party for nothing, but uh, I'm glad we didn't have to deal with that. So let me ask you about Amber, Coach. We talked about some of the youngsters. She was expected to do big things and certainly has come through with flying colors. She's had some remarkable games this year, and I'm looking at her numbers. I didn't realize she had shot 42% from three this year, and I'm not sure where that puts her nationally, but I'm going to look up the numbers here in in a sec. Uh, How would you evaluate a season for her like this when there was so much expected of her? Well, I I said it. I, I first of all, can't believe she came back after I told her what it was going to look like, you know, when, when we met with everybody that from last year, I met with her last, and I said, all right, it's going to just be you because everybody else everybody else is going to go do something different. They're either going to get drafted or they're going someplace different. We're going to be so young. Everything's going to be so new, and you're going to be the only one. You know, you'll have Mac and you'll have Aaron, but you're going to be it. I explained it to her. I gave her the worst-case scenario you could have imagined, and she went, I'm in, Coach. So – for her to have pulled it off, if you'll notice, too, she shot the ball. I think she shot like 53% since Christmas, hmm. if you break it down. She hmm. was injured. She had a, a little hip issue that we got taken care of during Christmas, and since then she has led the country in three-point percentage since Christmas, I guarantee you. Um, so to to put it all in a, you know, wrap it all up, A, I can't believe she accepted the task, and B, I really can't believe she pulled it off like she has. She is become a mentor to so many different kids on this team. She's proven to me that, you know, her desire to be a coach at this level is just a it's just a matter of time and when her when the ball goes flat for her, she's gonna be a great coach. Um, I, I really give her a, a ton of ton of credit for, for doing what she's done in the locker room and the back of that bus and the meeting rooms and the hotels. Uh, things that coaches can't we, we're never in control of. Uh, for her to get our team, her team, this team to, to the NCAA tournament, man, it, it goes down in one of my uh, job well done uh, Hall of Fames for sure. Coach, we spent last weekend in Hot Springs for the uh, state finals, high school basketball state finals, and man, I was impressed with the, the just the level of the girls' basketball in the state of Arkansas. And we saw a lot, a lot of really good players and. Well, it's yeah. crazy, Coach. I mean, like freshmen leading their team. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, back in, in my day, you know, freshmen, they're, they're on the freshman team. Then they were on the JV. Mm-hmm. They're out there freshmen starting and leading the team in scoring. Yeah, and this this state is often overlooked uh, nationally. And I, having now been at all these other universities across the country, 
you go and you look, and per capita, I, I'd put our state up against anybody when it comes to the jobs that our coaches do, uh, the young, the youth programs, the city leagues that start so young. Uh, they're passionate about it. And, yeah, they do develop. And, it, you know, it creates some cycles because you get – if you get a freshman on in, in a city, that kind of – for the next three or four years, there's, there's nobody ahead of them or behind them because they dominated. Hmm. But we've got so many cities doing that now. I was down in Hot Springs as well, and I was, that place was packed out, sold out. There were people standing room only on Saturday. Um, I, I'm glad it's kind of a secret. I'm not, I'm not out on the rooftop shouting it to everybody because uh, I, I love the fact that it's our state and we can uh, you know, recruit these kids, as many of them as we can. We can't, re- we can't recruit them all. We've gotten it to the point now to where we have to be very selective, but it is great to see for our state so many kids getting the opportunity to play collegiately. Friday, 4.30, ESPN News, Arkansas and Utah. And uh, that's a pretty good basketball league, too. Obviously, the SEC second to none. But uh, get a little conference pride working in addition to just a really darn good matchup we get here. So good luck the to you, Utes. Coach. Yeah, the Utes. Thanks. Utes. Yeah. It's appropriate. we got a lot of Utes that are going to participate in the game. So There you go. Coach, safe travels. Thanks for the time. And uh, hopefully we'll be talking to you next week about Spokane. Sure hope so. Thanks, guys. Appreciate right. it. Take See care. You.